0: We begin in the Mishnah. You're not allowed to break a piece of earthenware and also and you're not allowed to cut a piece of paper. It's used to fry a fish with it. Rashi explains they didn't put the fish directly on the coals because then it would get totally burnt. So what they did was they had this piece of earthenware or a piece of wood that they soaked in water and on that they put a piece of fish and then they put it on the coals and like that, it cooked but it didn't get burnt. So the reason this is Osser, as the Gemara is going to say right away, is because you're making a Kaili. You're taking something, making it fit to be used as a keili for this purpose. You also are not allowed to shovel out an oven on Yontif. So Rashi says if if the plaster of the oven fell down to the ground of the oven and you can't uh, cook in it, So, you're not allowed to clear it out on Yontif. You are allowed to press it down so it may have space for the food to cook inside. You're not allowed to position two barrels. And then, you're going to place a pot on both of these barrels and you make a fire in the space between the two barrels. So, you're not allowed to position them in such a way on Yontif as well. And the Gemara will explain why. V'ein, You're not allowed to take a pot and put it on top of a piece of wood. In other words, you're, you're moving a piece of wood for the purpose to lean a pot on it. And the reason is because a piece of wood is designated to be used only for firewood, for kindling, for a fire. But it can't be used for anything else. For any other use, wood is considered to be muktzeh. As we'll see more about this in the Gemara. And the same is true with a door. In the Lashon of the Mishnah, it's not clear what it means regarding a door. The gemara will explain that as well. And the Ein manhigin esabahime b'makl b'yomtif You're not allowed to lead an animal or use a stick to to hit the animal, to, to have the animal walk and go. You're not allowed to use a stick for that purpose. And this is again based on the same concept that it's because the wood is designated to be used for a fire, but not for any other use. And Rav rabbi bar Shimon shimin mater. And rabbi says that it's allowed. This aloha, the, the last two alokhas here in the Mishnah, which is about not using wood, which is designated for firewood, and therefore you're not allowed to use it for another use, it's mukta, is a specific aloha regarding wood. Usually when you have a keili that's not mukta, it can be used as a keili, so it can be used for anything else as well. So why is wood different? If wood is not mukta because it can be used for firewood, so why can't it be used for any other use? Like over here, to use it for an animal or something else. So there's an ashi later on Gimulam with base that says that because wood is the derach of it is usually made to be used for a davar or asr, which is to make kalim out of it and so on. So therefore, they only allow to use it if you're using it for firewood, which is what it's designated for. But if you're not using it for firewood, since wood is mostly used for a davar or asr, so therefore it's not allowed. Zokta Mishnah, that is. My time, what's the reason for the first Allah in the Mishnah? Why aren't you allowed to break this earthenware, to use it, to fry a fish in it? Mishum the mana because you're fixing a Kaili to make it fit to be used for its purpose. The Mishnah said you now let us shovel out the oven to clear out any plaster that fell So he learned Abrais in front of Rav Nachman If you can't cook in the oven unless you shovel this out then it is allowed to shovel it out and Rashi says who according to who is this this goes according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda holds that not only actual malacha in the oichal nefesh is allowed, even machshire oichal nefesh, even preparing something which will then be used for oichal nefesh, is also allowed if it's something that couldn't be done before yantif. So if you come to your oven on yantif and you see that the plaster fell down and you can't cook in it properly, so then if you have no choice, you're allowed to shovel out on yantif. The bisu de rabchiyeh, the wife of rabchiyeh, a brick of the oven fell into the oven on yantif and she wanted to take it out to be able to cook in it. Omale Rabchia, told her, I want to have good bread that it should be baked properly. In other words, he was telling her, you can take out the brick on yantif, according to Rabbi Yudhis opinion, and you can bake properly in it. Similar, Allah, the Gemara brings, Omale le'Raveh l'shammeh, said to his servant, Tovili bar avza," or the Bach takes out the word bar, Tovili Avza. Roast for me a goose. And be careful that it shouldn't get burned from the bottom of the oven. In other words, he was telling him if you have anything at the bottom of the oven that it's going to get stuck in, you're allowed to shovel it out on Yantif. Like we said before, if there's no choice, if it happened on Yantif and there's no other way you can use the oven, you're allowed to do it. Rav Ravache from Hutzel said, Sharkin lay tanure bi that the master, in other words, Ravashi, he would plaster the oven closed, he would like seal it closed on Yantiv. They would use some kind of mud or clay mud to plaster it closed on Yantiv. So Ravina was telling this to Ravashi as, as a wonder, as Ravashi explains. He was telling him, Are you, are you allowed to take uh, mud and, and uh, use it for this? You're going to create mud for this purpose? This is a malacha of Lisha. And this is something that should be done from before Yantif. It's machshire echol nefesh and it's something that could be prepared, this mud should be prepared from before Yantif. So Ravashi said, anan arakset the khinan. We rely on using the mud that there is on the river banks of Pras. I didn't make this mud on Yantiv. it's there, it's available and that's what we're using. And Gemara says, but Vahani Mili, when could you use this mud that's available? The the Bach takes out the word who. the tzaydeh smile? if you already formed it, you know, in other words, you set apart this mud over there and the river bank that you're going to use it, otherwise it's muksa. Omer ravina, ravina says, Kitma kitma, ashes, if you want to use ashes to seal your oven, that's also a lot. obviously with ashes there's no issue of leash, there's no issue of kneading, it's just, uh, ashes is not kneading, so therefore that could be used. The next thing it said of the mission was, you're not allowed to take two barrels and position them near each other and make a fire in between to put the pot on top. The rocks that were used in those times, like in an outhouse, where they, where they used it for, for a base so that these two rocks that they would put near each other and create a, a, like a space in between. You are allowed to position them on yontif. So Eis So But we learned in our Mishnah here, Ein Makifin, Shtei You're not allowed to position the two barrels to place a pot on it. So what's the difference? If you're not allowed to position these barrels, so you shouldn't be allowed to position the rocks for Besakisi as well. So I it's not the same. Shani Hossom by the case of the barrels, it's different. Oh when you position these two barrels near each other and then you put a pot in between on top, so you create a roof, you create an oil, and therefore it's a problem. When it comes to the two bricks or rocks that you put near each other for a, for a basic kise, you're not creating any oil there. So based on this answer, Rabazut set Ravashi Elamayata. So if so, Bono it's the be If someone builds a chair on Yomtiv, it's not talking about a typical chair that we have today, a movable chair. It's talking about someone that builds into the ground a chair. He takes bricks and he puts bricks one on top of another, and that creates like a chair that you can sit on. So it's their position on the ground. In other words, there's no space under this chair. That's the point there. So according to what you said, oil means that you put a pot between two barrels and I have a space under it that creates an oil. So if you're building this chair, there is no oil here. Would that be allowed to be built on Yontif? So after you heard this question, so so he gave a different answer. The iser of making an oil on Shabbos or Yontif is only if it's a permanent structure. Binyan aray A temporary oil is not asr So when you have, whether it's these two barrels that you put near each other, and you put a pot on top of it, whether you have the two rocks that are used by a Beis even if you want to call it a binyan or a oil, but it's only a temporary thing, it's not a permanent structure. So that's only going to be asar m'dir The gazrur rabanan al binyan aray mishum binyakva But usually Chachamim war geyser that you should not make a temporary structure because you might come to make a permanent one. Here when it comes to the Beis HaKisei because of the human being's honor that he needs a Beis HaKisei So here the Rabbanon did not apply their gzaydeh that you shouldn't make this oil aray for the Beis HaKisei Come here is going to bring other alachis regarding when you're creating sort of a structure that you shouldn't do it in the regular way the way it's done during the weekday even like with temporary structures it's sort of a kind of a structure if you're doing it on Yontif it should be done differently than during the week so Amr Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, This bonfire, so a bonfire is usually built, you, you have the woods that are on the sides of it, the beams that are on the side of it, and then you sort of build like a roof on top of it, of the wood, and it's held up by these beams on the side. So it's sort of a, 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 a kind of a structure. So, you should do it, you should build it differently than you usually build it. And therefore, if you build it from the top down, meaning you first build this, the, the, the roof, the top of what this uh, structure of the bonfire is, and then afterwards, you put the supports of the woods from the side, from the bottom. So that's allowed, because it's being built in an unusual way, so that's allowed. But if you build it from below up, the way it's usually built, that's not allowed. Similar regarding an egg, when you come to roast an egg, so Rashi says they would take this egg, they would put it on top of this hollow keli, and then they would place that on top of the coals. So putting this egg on top of this hollow keli is sort of creating this oil. I mean it's l'cheire, this is only in a case where the egg would be like a tefach wide. So that's the, the minimum size of an oil, so it has to be a pretty large egg. So the point is, when you're placing this egg on top of this hollow kelly, it should be done in a way u- different than the way it's usually done. That usually you have the, the bottom and then you put down the bottom on, on top of the coals and then you place the egg on top. But you should do it the other way around. You should bring the egg there and then put from under it, bring in this hollow keli to place under the egg. And The same thing is also the pot that we mentioned before, placing the pot on top of these two barrels. That first you should bring the pot there, and then you bring the two barrels. V'chaim poria. the same thing also with a bed, which is uh, a bed that uh, could be disassembled, and you're putting, you're assembling back the bed together. So usually how do you assemble a bed? You bring the beams, the, the sides of the, the, the woods of the bed, and then you spread a canvas over the bed. But over here you should do it the opposite way. First, have people hold the canvas and spread out the canvas, and then afterwards you should bring the supports from the side. The same thing is also regarding a barrel that um, you're, you're being Masadadam, them. You're positioning these barrels in a storehouse, so you should also do it opposite the way it's usually done, not from the bottom up, but from the top down. Okay, the point of here in all these things is that it's similar to creating a kind of a oil, so therefore should be done different than it's usually done. There's a machloekis, an interesting machloekis between Rashi and Tzivos here. Rashi says that this, this piece of Gemara would only be according to Rabbi Yehuda and not Rabbi Shimon. The famous Machlikes of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon regarding a Dovah She'ein and Miskaven. So Rashi says this person when he comes to fry an egg for example, he's not, it's not frying, it's roasting an egg. He's not trying to, to make an oil, the oil just happens but it's not as kavan at all. So therefore this whole thing that the Gemara speaks about is according to Rabbi Yehuda that says that Dovah She'ein and is also. According to Rabbi Shimon it's not an ishul B'chlal. Teisviz disagrees and Teisviz says that this case is not similar to that machloikas of Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimin are arguing regarding a person that's doing one action and there's another result that's happening that he didn't intend, Bechlal. Like the famous example that we had before in the Gemara, a person that drags a bench and it creates a ditch in the ground. So he's dragging and the ditch happens automatically. Here. The, the action that he's doing, even if he's not machaven to make an oil, there is no different result. It's this very action which is the making of the oil. Elamahi, that's not his purpose. He's not trying to make this oil. He's trying to just roast an egg. But the fact is, it's one action. So, therefore, Taisus says, even according to Reb Shemin, it would still be Yasser. So, this is a very fundamental machlekist between Rashi and Taisus regarding the concept of dovishay Yishe Rashi holds, even if it's the very same action, but if it wasn't your intention, it's called d'vashay miskaven. Whereas Taisvis holds S- d'vashay miskaven. S- okay, so you have to say that it's not psik, that, that according to Rashi psikresha doesn't apply over here because there's a uh, when it's le'nichale uh, when he's not interested in it at all. So according to many Shainim, there's no psikresha. Whereas according to Taisvis, the concept of d'vashay miskaven is only if there's a different result, which is not the action that you were doing. So Teis holds it's psikresha basically. <laughs> yeah. Taisus holds besides psikreisha, not only psikreisha. Taisus holds. You don't even need the concept of psikreisha. It's the very same action. So the whole concept of davishem miskaven doesn't apply over here. Psikreisha is even in a case where it is a davishem miskaven and there's a different result, but that different result that's happening has to happen. But over here, Taisus says this is what you're doing exactly. Exactly, it's worse than psikreisha according to Taisus the it says, it said in the Mishnah. You're not allowed to lean a pat on a piece of wood. And the same thing also with the door. So the Gemma wants to know what's going on with the door. al He's leaning a pat on a door. So Rashi says, how does a pat come to a door? The pat's going to break the door. Instead of it means So to the door, if you want to use a piece of wood to support a door, it's not allowed. That's the P'sha'at of Delas here. Tana we learnt in the Braise. You can't use a piece of wood to, to move it, to lean a on it. And the same thing also with a door, to lean a wood, uh, to use a wood to lean a door on it. Why? Because the wood is designated only for firewood, for kindling, not for anything else. And I mentioned before the P'sha'at Rashi says, because the, that is the main use of wood, and if it's not for that, you're going to be using it for Dovah or oser. usually it's used for, for building materials, so therefore they, it's not made for anything else. But Rav Shimon says that it's allowed, Rav Shimon Bechlal doesn't hold of the concept of Muktzeh to a large extent, so therefore Rav says it's allowed. That you're not allowed to use a stick to, to lead an animal on Yantiv. Rablozab Rabshimen Mat, and Rablozab Rabshimen, it said in the Mishnah, said that it is allowed. So Gemara wants to know why. Leme Rablozab Rabshimen Kavu Svirilei is the Pshat, Rablozab Rabshimen is going with his father's opinion, the Lesle Mukta, that does not hold of the concept of Mukta in this case, and therefore you can use the wood even uh, for an animal. And for the Gemara, that's not the Pshat in Rablozab Rabshimen's Shite. Over here, even Abshimen would agree. Here, the issue is, that when you're leading an animal with your stick, it looks like you're going, the word chinge literally means you're going to dance. But it doesn't mean to go to dance. It actually says it means you're going to the marketplace. And the reason why it's called a dance is because people walk around in the marketplace in circles. So therefore, it's called a dance. But the point is that on Yantif, to lead a with a stick, in the in the in Hashanah sarabim, it looks like you're going to the marketplace. So therefore you're not allowed to use a stick, even besides the concept of Muqtah. So, to Gemari, A Chizra is a, you have a pointy piece of wood, and you want to use it to, uh, to put food on it, to, to, to roast something on it. So Rav Nachman Osa, Rav Nachman says it's not allowed. Just like we said before, any wood is not allowed to be used for anything other than kindling for fire. Rav Sheshi's shari, but Rav says it's allowed. So the Gemara explains. if it's a moist piece of wood, Nobody disagrees that this is Osser because if it was moist, it's totally it wasn't even able to use used for firewood. It's, it's moist. Key When is their argument? a It's a dry, pointy piece of wood. Mandas are the one that says that it's forbidden. Omalach he says to you, as we said before, no eitzim alolasake. That wood is only designated for firewood for kindling, not for anything else, including not using it to roast something on it. the one that allows it, will tell you, mali boy, mali litzlays What difference does it make if I am going to fry? Something, I'm going to use this wood as firewood to make a fire, or I'm going to roast something when I'm holding this wood, when I'm using this wood and I'm putting the food on the wood. It's basically very similar. It's either you're making the fire in this wood itself, or you're putting the food on the fire and then you're putting it into the fire. Again, you're putting the food onto this pointy stick and putting it into the fire. So it's very similar. It's the same thing, you're using the wood for fire, so therefore it's allowed there's another version of explaining this Be ya beshte, if it's a dry piece of wo- pointing wood, Kulamu le'pligi dishari, then everybody would agree that it's allowed. they're arguing about this piece of wood which was moist. Mandasar, the one that says that it's not allowed to be used because it's moist, so it's not fit for firewood one that says that it is allowed, Amalah will tell you, it is fit. You can't use it for a small fire, because it's not going to go, the fire is not going to light. But if it's a big bonfire, it could be used. So therefore it is fit to be used on Yantif. The Hilchase, the Halach is, If it's a dry, pointy wood, it could be used. But if it's moist, it cannot be used. Rashi here says on this Hilchase, that this is the Halach, if you're passing like Rabbi Yehuda, that holds of Mukta. But since we don't pass like Rabbi Yehuda, we pass like Rabbi Shimon, so therefore the halach is you can use it either, whether it's dry, whether it's moist, it makes no difference. That's what Rashi holds. A woman should not go into a uh, storage of wood to take out a piece of wood to be used, not to kindle fire with it, but it's used as a UD. Wood. A wood is like uh, this wood that you use to poke the coals or to poke the food. Well, again, it's all based on the same thing that it said before, that wood is only to be used for firewood or for kindling, not for anything else and another if you have this poker, this wood that's used as a poker, if it broke on Yontif, you can't just go take it and throw it into the fire on Yontif. And this is based on the mission that, on a that we had before, you're allowed to use kalim in a fire on Yontif, that's not muktze, but we must be a calum. But kalim that broke on Yontif, it, it's now muktze. So once it's muktze you can't be touched, you can't move it, for, you can't use it for anything. So should this mean that if Rava is saying that he can't use this poker that broke and just throw it into the fire, it's because Rava holds a They That holds that this is muktzah. But is that the case? As we said before, Rav said to his servant. You could, would you roast for me a geese, a geese on, on Yantiv? And then he told him also, vishadi meyeh l'shundra and take the intestines of this goose and throw it to a cat to eat. Now this intestines, when Yantiv came in, wasn't fit to be used for a cat. After you, you shechted it, now the intestines are, it's, it's a new thing, that's noyla dan on Yantiv, it's mukta it's, it's like a Kali that broke on Yantiv that uh, would be Mukta. So over here we said, Ravid said, that you can take these intestines and throw it to the cat, even though it's just something that came out on Yantiv itself. So Ravid doesn't hold of Yehuda, of Mukta. And with the Gemara, no, it's not the same thing. Hossam, in that case, of the intestines of this goose that was shechted on Yontif. the Misrichi, since he knows that if he's not going to feed it to our cat today on Yontif, it's going to spoil. Me'esm'el dayat from before Yontif, that's what he was planning. That's what he was thinking, I'm going to shecht this goose on Yontif, and then the intestines I'm going to feed to my cat. So that was his plan, l'chadchileh, so he designated it already in his mind, so it's not mukta Sok Tehlike Mishneh, Rabbi Rabliyazah, says, Odom kisem A person is allowed to take a small sliver of wood that he has in front of him in his house, lachtses Bayshinov, in order to use it for his teeth, to take out a piece of meat from between his teeth. Rashi says it's not only, the Mishneh says Lofonov, which means from inside the house, but it's not only from inside the house according to Rabbi it's even from a piece of wood that you can get from outside the courtyard. You could also gather wood from the courtyard, and you can use it for firewood. Any wood that you have out in the courtyard is considered to be prepared to be used for firewood. The Chachamim disagree and they say, You could only gather from firewood that you have in your house, and for what use? Only for firewood to light fire with it. So Rashi explains that Chachamim are arguing on two points. First of all Chacham is saying you can't take anything from the courtyard. Anything in the courtyard is considered to be muqta. It's not prepared, you have to gather it, it's, it's not considered to be prepared for firewood. So you can only take from the house. And another point he argues with, even what you're taking from the house, you can't use it for your teeth, you could only use it to kindle a fire with it. But you can't use it for, for your teeth as, as, uh, as Rabbi I said. Another halacha is, Mishneh, Eim, you're not allowed to create fire. So this is a very um, basic and important halacha for Yomtif. Even though the malacha of havara is allowed on Yomtif, but it has to be a pre-existing flame. You're not allowed to create a fire in any of the following ways. Whether from wood, whether from rocks that could create fire. Apparently there's earth that somehow can create sparks and fires. Not from tiles that also have some way of creating fire. And not from water. How does water create fire? So this Rashi says, if you put water in a certain angle, in a glass, in the sun, then it, it sort of focuses, it, it, the, the, the sun is very strong in that area. And then you put a piece of straw there and it could light on fire. The okay, so all these are all different ways of creating fire. Another Allah of the Mishnah says, You're not allowed to heat up, whiten these tiles, and then you go and you roast something on it, that's also not allowed to be done on Yontif. The Gemara will explain why not. If you have these um, animal foods, Sarashi says, like the straw and these little uh, reeds, which are very soft things So if you're going to cut them and you want to use it, let's say to clean your teeth with it and you're cutting them, there's no issue of Tikkenkeli that you're preparing it to clean your teeth and the reason that Rishayinim say is because it's so soft and it's so easy to cut and it's it's nothing, you're not doing anything, so it's okay with Rav Kahana, Rav Yehuda, it says, You're allowed to move the woods from B'somim, to smell it on Shabbos and Yontif, and also if you want to use it, to wave it in front of a person that's sick, that needs to freshen up the airframe, you could also roll it in your hands, to get out the smell, and you smell it, but, you should not break the tips off. You shouldn't break it. La'ariach bai to smell it. Ve'em katmai. If you did break it off. Pater avalasa. So then it's you'll be pater for making a keili. But it's asser. Lach shinov. If you're breaking it in order to use it to clean your teeth. la temenu. You're not allowed to break it off on yamtiv. Tiv. katmai. Chayev chatas. And if you did break it. You're going to be chayev chatas. Shabbos or on Yantif. I mean here we're talking about Shabbos. So what do you see over here? Rashi says, these besammen, that this Brai'sa is talking about, is also very often used as animal food. And So, this is say, seemingly the same thing that the Gemara was talking about in the beginning, animal food. And what did we say before? That animal food, is no problem to cut it, to prepare it, to clean your teeth. And here in this Brai'sa it says that if you cut it, then you're going to be high of chatas. Malay, so, he, so, Rav, so uh, Rav, uh, Rav Yehuda said to Rav Kahane, kashili. If you would find a braiseh that would say that you're pota, but it's still also, it would be a good question. Now chaiv chatos me boy, you're bringing me a braiseh that says that you chaiv chatos in such a case that I spoke about, this is a really good question. Ela, it's such a good question, so the answer is also obvious. Ki Tanya Hahi in that braise when it says that if you cut this besamim you're going to be a chay of be caution over there the, this this wood this besamim wood is a harder piece of wood it's not a soft piece of uh, it's not it's not like a, it's not a straw or a reed okay so therefore it's not similar to what I was speaking about frakta but it doesn't fit into the context of the braise caution bnei melilaninu. if it's a hard piece of besamim is this something that you could roll in your hands. It's not, it's not, you can't roll it in your hands to get out the smell, it's a hard piece of wood. And for the Gemara, Khsuri is missing in the words of the braise. And this is how you have to read the Braiseh. You can roll it and you can smell it. And you can also cut it off, you can break it off and you can smell it. But then the braise clarifies. That's all if it's soft, like Rav Yehuda said be cautioned. if it's a hard piece of wood, a hard piece of basamim loyik then you can't break it off. Vim katmoy, pater aval if you broke it off for the purpose to smell, so then it's going to be aser. It's only aser med but if it's made lachs, it's by shinov, is making it a keli, to be used to clean your teeth, lo to menu. vim chayev then you're going to be chayev achatas. So that's the, that's the way you read the braiseh, so the Rav Yudah's answer still stands that there's a difference between a soft piece of reed and a hard piece of wood. If it's a hard piece of wood, it's chai yivchatas, you're making a keli, it's a makar So the Gemara now brings the, 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 the similar inyan beniget to two braces, two contradictory braces. Tani and one braiseh we learned, kaitmai u meriach that you're allowed to break the B'samin, and smell from it. Vitanyeidach. And a different brayse we learned loyik to You're not allowed to break the besamim to smell from it. Amaravzeid, Based on what we learned before, loy It's not a question. Ha if it's soft b'samim, you can break it. And ha be'kashin, but if it's a hard piece of besamim, so then it's not allowed. What's the, what's the issue over here? Even though he's only doing it to smell, but it would be awesome in that midrabanon. Since if you break hard piece of besomim, for the purpose to clean your teeth, you're making it a keli, that's awesome and So, med banon they asked also, even just to break it in order to smell. Even though you're not making it a keli, you're just trying to smell. But there's exactly med banon that you may come to break it, to clean your teeth. Freg, te mask maske, maske, flora even if it's a hard piece of besomim, amai loy. Why aren't you allowed to break it if you just want to smell? You're not making a keli. What would be different from the following mission that we learned? that If a person has a barrel, and there's figs inside the barrel, he can break open this barrel, and he wants to get out the figs. Only as long as you're breaking it in such a way that you're not breaking it open in the proper way that you could then use it as a storage, as a kelly that you're going to store things inside of it. If you're sort of breaking, just breaking the kelly, if you're breaking it open and you want to take out the greggis, so then it's allowed. So what's the Gemara's question? Over there by this barrel you say, Chacham not geizer that if you're going to break it to take out the figs, you might come to open it up in a proper way to make it a keli. not geizer; you're going to make a keli. He's breaking it and therefore it's allowed. Similar over here regarding this piece of besomim, if he's just breaking it to smell, we shouldn't be geizer that he's going to break it in order to use to clean his teeth to make a keli. We see over there that there's no such gzeire. baravada, <laughs> These two Amidei, Dawmrita Waye, they both said that ya be rav Judah, when we were by rav Judah, have a fasheach ve yoavlon, he would cut these branches from the besamim, ve yoavlon alusa alusa and he would give us these big branches um, to, to use on Yontif. Afogav de chazye lekatse de nargi ve So he would give us, I believe it's talking about besamim also that he would cut these branches of besamim, even though it was big pieces and they were big enough and they were hard enough that it could be used as a handle for an axe or a handle for some other kind of a tool, so there was no gzeda, he was not concerned that if he's breaking it for besamim, we might end up coming and using it for a kelly, to make a kelly a handle for an axe. So again, you see that if you're breaking it in a way, that you're not making a Kaylee, we're not concerned that you're going to make a Kaylee. So why did we say before that by, by these bisomum, that you're breaking it the smell from it, we're concerned that, you might make it, that you're concerned you might make a caylee of it. And for the gemare, hora bellelieze, hora bonon. So this is dependent on a Machlokas of Rabbi Yeza and the Rabbonim, which was brought in our Mishnah, but the Gemara here brings more details to it, what it says in the B'raiseh. The Tanya, it says in the B'raiseh Rabbi Le'ezah, Rabbi Le'ezah said, Noi tuladum kiseim lachts lachtas Shino. You're allowed to take a sliver of wood that you have in your house in order to clean your teeth. The Chachamim say, Lo yitoil ela You're only allowed to take this piece of wood from the, uh, from the throw that the animal eats from it so therefore, that's pieces of wood that are inside of it there are meant for any kind of a use because it's, it's, not, it's not just regular wood that's designated for firewood if it's, here's, here's the Rashi, if you look in Rashi yitel here's the Rashi where Rashi explains that any wood is only designated for firewood not for anything else because if it's not for firewood it's usually used for a davr it's used to build with the things but if it's inside the throw of an animal, so then that's something that you're allowed to use. Vishavin, everybody agrees, that you're not allowed to break this uh, piece of wood. by If you did break it and your purpose was to clean, use it to clean your teeth, or you're using it to open up a door, to, to, to get a door open on, uh, on Shabbos, v'shoigig, B'SHABES CHAYEV CHATAS. If this was done B'SHAGEC, YICHAYEV CHATAS. B'MEIZED, BIYONTIF, sofig IS OUR If it was done B'MEIZED, ON YONTIF, you get malchus. Divrei Rabliyaza. This is Rabliyaza's opinion. So Rabbi is saying that if you break a piece of wood for the purpose of cleaning your teeth, you made a keli. If you made a keli, YICHAYEV CHATAS say, whether you broke this piece of wood to clean your teeth or to open up a door, Ein Alem Shem it's only Aser, mid Rashi explains the reason why it's only Aser, mid is because if you're making a keli by hand, you're, you're breaking it by hand, that's not the regular way that a person makes a keli. Usually it's done with a knife, you, you cut it open with a knife, it was done by hand, so therefore it's only Aser, mid Okay, so right over here, you see a makhloikis between Rabbi Yassar and the Rabbanon regarding taking this sliver of wood and cutting it for the purpose to clean your teeth, whether it's and teireh or it's, or it's or the Rabbanon. So now the Gemara is going to explain also that this machlaikis also applies regarding a person that's breaking a piece of besomim for the purpose of smelling, not for the purpose of cleaning your teeth, but the purpose of besomim. So the Gemara now explains Rabbi that the awesome Chayav Chatos. Rabbi that says that if you're breaking it for the purpose to clean your teeth, you're going to be Chayav Chatos, it's awesome and Atayre. So, Hacha, if you're going to break it for the purpose of Besamim, Pateraval Asam and Rabbanon. It's still going to be Asam and Rabbanon. Because there's going to be Exaitim and Rabbanon. If you break it to make, it to make a keli, it's awesome and Atayre, So then we can understand that there'll be Exaitim and Rabbanon, even if you're only breaking it to uh, smell from it. The the Rabbanon that say that when you break it, even for the purpose to clean your teeth, you're making a keli, but because you did it by hand, it's only awesome with the Rabbanon. So since even if you're making a keli out of it, it's only awesome with the Rabbanon. So if you're breaking it to smell and you're not making a keli at all, it's going to be totally mutter lechat but the the Rabbi it not. Does Rabbi Yehazar not hold of this mission that it said, "Shayver Achovis Lechal Mimeno Greigeris," that you can break open a barrel to eat from it? The figs, Ublvach Yiskaven Lasas <laughs> as long as he's not having Kavana to make a keli out of it. According to what you just explained, in that case as well, there should be exedah. You just said, according to Rabbi Yezer, since if you make a keli, it's asa minatayda, min- so if you're breaking it in a way that it's not asa minatayda, it should be a g-zayda. So by that case of breaking the barrel, it should also be uh, a for this as well. So what answers? O <laughs> Kitanya, That Mishnah that th- speaks about breaking open a barrel is not talking about a regular barrel. It's talking about a barrel that was already broken, and it was, it was pasted together with glue, it was glued together. It actually says mustaki is some kind of a sap from the tree that they glue it together. So even if you're going to break it, open it up in the proper way and make a keli out of it, it's not going to be awesome because it's really a temporary keli. It's not a keli that's going to be used for a long time. So therefore, there's no that applies over there. The next thing it said of the mission was you can gather the wood from the chotzer. You're allowed to gather wood from the Chatser and kindle it on fire. Everything in the courtyard is prepared for this. As long as when you gather the firewood, don't make piles out of it. Rab Shimon allows even to make piles out of it. What's the basis of their machlekes? Marsava, the kamachni the kamachnif It looks like you're piling the wood not just for yomtiv. You're piling it for tomorrow and for the next day. You're now for after yomtiv. The fact that he has a pot that's on the fire it makes it clear for everyone that he's only gathering the wood to use it for the fire that he needs for his food. You're not allowed to create fire in Yantif. You have to have a pre existing flame. My time, what's the reason? In other words, Hav'are is one of the malachas of Eichel Nefesh. It should be allowed in Yantif. It's not a ism in It's an ism in the Rabbanon, that you're creating a new fire. It's similar to a malacha, that you're creating something new. And therefore, you're not allowed to make a fire unless you have a pre existing flame.